One season at Sheffield United we found ourselves without a fit keeper three days before a match at Burnley. An absolute nightmare for any manager. We rang round and eventually managed to get two goalers in on loan. Lee Baxter, the son of Stuart Baxter, who's been a big success managing in Sweden, and Alan Fettis, a ginger-haired lad from Hull, who had played for Northern Ireland a few years before. We didn't know much about either player, and as form is usually as reliable a guide as anything, I decided to pick whoever performed best in training. Baxter was sensational, stopping everything, so I played him. It's not the best decision I've ever made. He threw one in to give them a goal star, but we then played really well to go 2-1 ahead. Then they chucked another one in. Next they got a penalty, not his fault this time, but he didn't redeem himself by saving it either. At half-time I had to take him off and bring on Fettis. He kept a clean half-sheet, but we didn't score at the other end, so we lost 3-2. Only one game. Did it matter that much? Yes, we missed the playoffs by two points. Burnley survived by two points. That's why playing those fantasy football games is a million miles from being a real manager. You never get those off-the-wall problems you're confronted with in management. Fortunately, that was a bit of a one-off, unlike the call to say a player's got a sick child. You have to remember players are human. Most can block out everything when they go on the pitch, but others, if they are worried, will not perform as well. Plus, if you make them play, some will resent it, which can cause problems down the line. You are much better off being an understanding gaffer. They'll pay it back with interest in the long term. It all depends on the player, which is why you need to know them inside out. One morning, just as I was setting out to the training ground, I received a call from Curly. We were due to travel to Hull that afternoon. Gaffer, Clint Hill's little girl has been to hospital with sickness and diarrhoea. Clint's been up with her half the night and looks shattered. Doesn't want to come with us. Put him on the phone to me. I know what Clint is like. He'll go through a brick wall for us. Clint, the family comes first. If you want to get off home now, but we need you tomorrow. So if you need an hour or two to get your missus sorted out, to get help, then come up in the morning. I'll ring the missus after training, Gaffer. She thinks I should go up with you today. We decided to play it by ear. Another dilemma sorted. We got the bus to the station and the train to Hull. Usually we have a carriage to ourselves, but something had obviously gone wrong with the booking, as on every four-person table there was a stranger. Heaven knows what they were thinking as we piled on. They are all polite and that, as people are on trains, but I had to ask the guy on our table to move because I wanted to have a private conversation with Mick and Curley. Hull were a decent side with a chance of the playoffs, and a manager, Nigel Pearson, I rate even if he is a Wednesday night. We started well, but ten minutes before the break... Adele completely lost it. He was unhappy the ref hadn't given him a foul, and then he thought a couple of players didn't pass to him quickly enough. He argued with Desra on the pitch. Then he waved to me, signalling he wanted to be subbed. Rolling his hands over, I ignored him. Curly was watching. He wants to come off, Gaffer. Just ignore him. What do you mean? Ignore him. If he wants to come off, let him come over here and ask. At half-time I told Curly to get onto the pitch quick and make sure he escorted Adele off to avoid him arguing with the ref, his teammates, or the Hull fans who were on his back. I didn't want him sent off. In the dressing room Adele put a towel over his head. I went over to talk to him, try and calm him down. I told him, You're captain, you can't come off just because their fans are giving you stick. Then I told the lad to give him the ball earlier. I knew some were unhappy with him but I'd already explained to a number of them we just needed to keep him on board to get us where we wanted to be.
No one else would score the goals to take us to the promised land. If they wanted to have a verbal with Adele, we'd all lose. In the second half, Adele did okay, but nothing special, and we had to settle for a draw. We got back on the bus for the four, five-hour journey home. We went up by train, back by bus, and I could tell there was a bit of an atmosphere. So I went back to check Adele was not sitting on his own. I saw Ali nearby in a group playing cards. I sat down and began talking about the game. I said in a light-hearted way, you should all know there is no way I'd take Tarbs off. He's another career I've resurrected. That's an old line of mine. Any former player reading this will know I've said that about dozens of their teammates over the years, and I used it a few times about Adele. Back on the-